Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles. The rich and your race. Space Trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, Trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles with rich and dryness. I'm Molly I'm Malshine. I fucked it up. I fucked it up. I'm sorry. I'm Molly Malshine. I'm Sarah. Why are you talking like uh, Steve Irwin? Oh, damn. I was supposed to be British. I was trying to be like, welcome to Space Trash Lifestyles of the Rich and Uranus. That's closer. That's closer. That's closer. I'm Sarah. How would you say Sarah in London? I'm Sarah Armour. They they would say, they would put a stupid extra R in it. Sarah Armour. That's what they would say. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Right. right, Okay. So it would be like, welcome to Lifestyles of the Rich and Uranus. I'm Sarah Armour. Sarah Armour. They say, (laughs) like... On Love Island, they go to Casa Amor and they call it Casa Ramor. They're like, oh, yeah, the war, yeah. Casa Ramor. And I'm like, what's Casa Ramor? It's like a casserole. And then I was like, oh, they're saying Casa Amor. <laughs> they say Casa Ramor. I so love funny. that. So what's new with you? Well, we have been doing high-tech shit over at the Moonule. Everyone's going to want to come Sunday because – well, or you don't have to come at all because we're going to be live streaming every fucking where, okay, officially. And if you want to come to the Zoom, you have to pay. But I might have to change that to next time because I didn't change it for all the tickets so far yet. Uh, but I'm so <laughs> excited about the Moon Well, We had an incredible manifestation. We are fucking doing it. We are pulling in the trashlings from all around the globe to unite on this front of the Moon Well. All around the galaxy. That's really exciting. I'm not going to be at this Moon Well because I'm going to Greece but I might I be able to like tune in very early in the morning. But Greece is seven hours ahead of Florida. Yeah, it's a little bit early for you. I did the math and I felt that at that point, if you were not like clubbing or something, that you would at the very least be like trashed and asleep somewhere. Like you don't go to Mykonos to do a podcast, at, stay up to do a podcast at three in the morning, you know, or just stay up to do a moonule. So I feel like full permission to just go have fun. But I do think at some point, if possible, we should do a live stream from Lilo's Beach House. I'm so curious. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I still need to figure out where that is. This is like, it's really hard whenever, oh my God, I can't believe this is a sentence I was about to say. It's really what? hard whenever, <laughs> it's really hard whenever you go on vacation in Europe because, <laughs> because you have to make reservations for everything. They live and die by reservations. So it's like, oh my we God. Have, yeah, we have, we don't have reservations for any dinners or anything yet. So I've basically been like doing homework all day. I've been trying to find dinners and lunches and stuff because I just don't know where we're going to eat. And I want to go to places that are good. I don't want to go to like crappy tourist traps. You know what I mean? So the bottom line is if any, if Molly officially did blow it and did not reserve in time, if somebody could just chime in and let us know where the nearest Trader Joe's in 
Mykonos is, it would be super helpful because this bitch might be stuck in her suite. <laughs> yeah. If anyone has any recommendations at all for Mykonos, Wait, Santor- yeah. Mykonos Santorini and Noxos. We're going to Noxos for a couple of days. So if anyone has what any that? That's the Alabama rush of that's the, that's the Alabama of Greece, Noxos. I think it is. I think it is. There's 2,000 Greek islands. And what? only, yeah, only 60 of them have people on them. Oh God, we so, gotta buy, we gotta buy an island and it's not gonna be like a pedo island, but it'll be like a moon island. It'll be the anti-pedo island. Mm-hmm. If you even- Adults lo- only, it's a nude island. Yeah, and instead of being like 21 plus, it's gonna be like 30 plus. Love that. That's a great yeah, idea. it's a 30 plus island. I'm really scared that all my clothes are gonna look 30 plus and I'm trying to just embrace being- <laughs> You know what I mean? Like when I go to Mykonos, everyone's going to be, you know, just slithering around in these like Lorex bandage dresses. And I'm just, I'm nervous of looking old. No, you know what? Just get a, get a, a crop top, wear it as a skirt. And otherwise that space trash, naughty tank top merch is going to see you through. Oh yeah. It's really good. The other thing you is like- do a photo shoot like Desi and I did. You got to do photo shoots in the merch in all the gorgeous locations. Ooh, I will. Your, your photo shoot came out really good. The one that you guys did. We have so many, it's actually embarrassing. I'm trying to figure out how to space out sharing the book, the pic so it doesn't just all look like I'm posting thirst traps. It actually is to sell the merch. Oh my God. Do you know what I decided I'm going to do today? What? You know how when you go on a bachelorette party, they make you wear a stupid shirt that says like bride tribe? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make everyone wear our merch. Oh my God. Wait, make, make them wear our merch if and only if. Well- you have to figure out the phrasing because maybe it's like, we don't want to wear your merch anyway, but they all got to leave a review and then they get merch. Also, here's some merch. Trash Tribe. Trash Tribe. Tribe a little bit like cultural appropriation. So I have thought a lot about this. I actually yeah, do not. Think think. First of all, as a Jew, I feel that we are the OG tribe, at least of the white people. At least of the white people. We're the OG tribe. I think that tribe, first of all, the fact that it rhymes with vibe, you know, we can't let the tribal people hold on to that too long. It rhymes with vibe. <laughs> we cannot have any if the tribe and vibe, you know, if, if vibe wasn't the word, give me a give me a word that rhymes with frequency that also describes a group, okay? Like you're you know, attract your frequency attracts your be with me quincy, but it's not good. You know, vibe and tribe, they rhyme. Okay. That's fair. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to use my bachelorette parties as space trash marketing universe Genius. opportunities. Genius. If you guys like the idea of Trash Tribe, let us know. And in fact, if you think Trash Tribe is trashy and uh, appropriating, also let us know. Yeah, yeah, definitely let us know. Um, what else was I going to say? I was going to say something. Wait, what's going on with you? Oh, nothing. I'm just getting ready to go to Greece. I'm really stressed out about it because of all the reservations you have to make. I have no summer clothes because it's been so cold here. By the time I get there, I'll be fine and I'll probably buy stuff there. I ordered a bunch of stuff from ASOS and returned everything except for the black shirts, which is just how it always goes. (laughs) You can take the girl out of Jersey, but... Yeah, ASOS is true garbage. I don't know why. It really is. It really is try yeah like I ordered this bathing suit it was an underwire bathing suit top and the everyone think of what an underwire is it's wires that go under your boobs so this one the wires met in the middle and it was 
not curved. So it was a straight across. It was like if you made a mustache out of a coat hanger. Oh, my and God. It, and it wouldn't bend. So when you wore it, you just saw from the front the wire, like, coming out the sides. It was the right, funniest it was thing. Poor, it, was actually, it was actually poorly presented on, on the internet because, like, you thought you were buying, like, an underwire, like, Victoria's Secret regular-ass bathing suit top or whatever. But actually, the underwire was the feature of the ba- – it was actually, like, check out this this bathing suit styled with a permanent underwire. Yeah, it was, like, underwire-themed. <laughs> it was so right. bad. I was like, no one is going to keep this. Every single person's going to return this. Like, how does ASOS stay in business? Everyone just returns everything. Well, that's how they say in business. They're just, it's like almost like a bank. It's like, it's its like a Ponzi scheme of, of online shopping, I think. Like this person yeah, pays like- for this now. So we send this, we get this fake product. Then they return the product. We send it, sell it to someone else. Someone else pays us for other crap product. None of their clothes even have tags on them anymore. Really? They, they gave up on tags. They just don't have tags. So you buy it this and you're like, how many? This is like many? the Rula Rose scandal of online shopping. We're going to find out eventually. This is like some bizarro MLM that we don't even know about. Yeah. It's like how many people rejected this skirt before it got to me? I have a question for you, astrology wise. So one thing I do whenever I travel somewhere new is I – Google, like, what do people wear in the area? Because if you go <laughs> to, like, Paris and you dress like an American, you look like a douchebag, you know? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. something I've noticed is there's all these travel blogs where the people who run the blog are, like, total virgins. And they recommend everywhere <laughs> you're going. They're like, you need a windbreaker, hiking boots, a locking fanny pack with a padlock so that you don't get pickpocketed and one pair of underwear the whole time. It's like this, these <laughs> super utilitarian packing lists. Like I'm like, going to planning on fucking, no one's planning on fucking on vacation. Right. It's the most sexless thing. It was like this one I found, it was like, don't bring a rolly suitcase to Greece, only bring a backpack and bring a pair of like, Columbia brand sneakers and they were the ugliest thing you've ever seen in your life. So here's my question. Why are all the Sagittarius travel fiends who are cool and hot not intervening here and starting their own travel blogs to make travel hot again? And second of all, what sign is this much of a fucking virgin? Mm, Really interesting questions. So I would say, number one, um, why aren't the Sagittarians swooping in and saving the travel blogs, which, who runs the blogs, nerds? Uh, <laughs> Did you just make that up? Well, it's, you know, you know the who runs the world girls. It just felt like a, an easy, it just felt like an easy switcheroo. And that's really what podcasting is about, lightly mm-hmm. referencing things and changing the words, you know. That's what I've learned over this the course of this pod. But I think that the Sagittarians, number one, are busy traveling and fucking. Mm-hmm. So they're not really sitting down to write the blogs. And I also think that the thing about Sagittarius energy is like they don't necessarily want to write blogs. I mean, Sagittarius rising, maybe, but the Sag suns and the Sag moons are actually like, and I say this with so much love. I, I, you know, I want you in my Sagittarius, Sagittarius. So my Sagittarius, you're my number ones, but they're kind of like too cool to even like be writing for like the people, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. Sagittarians want to be the, they want to be right. They want to be in charge, but they want somebody to like come to them and ask. They don't want to be like, Hey, you guys, I'm starting a blog. 
They want to be like, oh, you want my opinion? Okay, well, it's obviously nothing but thongs and stripper heels. Right. So, like, the Sagittarius travel blogger is going to be, like, Ernest Hemingway. Or, like, you know, like, he's... he's <laughs> like, drunk I'm not- before I pack and I edit when I get there. Right. He's like, I'm not going to write a fucking travel blog. I'm going to write The Sun Also Rises. And that's how you're going to learn exactly. about... Exactly. Exactly. So yes, who are yes, these yes. virgins that are telling me to wear hiking boots to fucking Lohan Beach Club? Such a great question. I mean, now, in terms of, like, who the most virginal sign is, it's sort of hard to say. Um, but I feel like part of – and I, I, I don't want to, you know, trigger warning here. And also, I've gotten the Taran energy wrong. We did not realize Taran's were the pumps. But a few thoughts. Mm. Number one, it could be the Taran's because the Taran's care a lot about comfort. And they are a very sensual sign, but they're not like into fucking as much as they are into like slow lovemaking, which oftentimes requires that you have like a boyfriend or a partner, you know, that's more long term. So they but care about like who- not getting wet. They care about, you know, your, your money not getting stolen. But we like luxury. I'm a Taurus moon and I am really into like fashion and luxury shit. Like not that I buy yeah. it, but I admire it from afar. Like I okay. – yeah, I have two second thoughts. Okay, then it could be the Virgos because Virgos are the writers and they care a lot about function. So Virgos mm. could be sitting at the computer blogging and being like, look, it's not about sex. It's about function over everything and practical over everything. And like, here's what you need if you want to actually have it go like smoothly while you are walking around in Mykonos. Right, like you can check things off of your list of things to do and it doesn't matter what you look like or how you feel. It matters that you're checking off the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other thing that jumps to my mind, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm not attached, I'm not totally sure, but the other sign that it could be, you know, it could be, now this is not a virginal sign, but the, the Geminis, you know, sort of in the opposite position of the travelers, they could just not have any clue and be working for like, you know, one of the, you know, BuzzFeed or Bustle or whatever. And like literally just copy pasting, you know, what did the last travel blog say? Okay, I'm interested in learning about my own other stuff. So I'm just going to like copy paste this, throw it in, not really double check. And like, they might not even know what they're writing. I don't think it's that it's virginal. I think maybe for the, it could be, it could be Virgos that are writing it for real, for real and going, no, you need to have a, a chain wallet so that you can also beat someone if they come at you. And you need to have, you know, but, but then I think it's the Gemini's that are like, whatever, there's been a million travel logs, copy paste it. Let's do another story. Yeah. 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 I think it could also be a Gemini or an Aquarius who has a bird's eye. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like it could be someone with a bird's eye view being like, who Googles what to wear in Mykonos? Yes. Fucking right. virgins. So they're writing it for the virgins. <laughs> and I'm outing myself now. Like, this is all to say that travel blogs have outrun their purpose because now you just look at Instagram, look at the location tag and see what people are wearing. But then that gives you more anxiety because you're like, first of all, it's airbrushed. Second of all, these people are tourists anyway. So like if you show up in a tourist area with like a perfect Instagram ready outfit. Everyone knows you're not from there anyway. Yeah, but isn't Greece sort of like a tourist place and otherwise like sort of a, a crumbling? Like I feel like like even like with like you know I had somebody that just went to Italy and they're like 
oh yeah, we went to Naples. It's beautiful. It's on the water and it's so poor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Oh. If, I don't know enough about Greece, but like, it feels like Greece's economy is not that great. So like, it's actually the tourists that you want to fit in with. I would look up Lindsay Lohan's beach club and see what people are wearing there and go by that. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I mean. I'm just going to wear the same like four schmatas that I wear here. This is what I'm going to do. Think it's just like a tube top skirt, a tube top for a skirt and then space trash crop, space trash crop top merch. And then if people are like, what is she wearing? You could be like, oh, actually, it's my own brand. It's my own company. Cardi B and Lizzo released a song called Rumors. And Lizzo released a video of her crying in the camera. I know you're a big proponent of the social media crying selfie. I love it. Because everyone was being mean and saying the the crappy things that you would expect everyone to say about a music video that has women in it. Cardi B retweeted some of the kerfuffle and she said, don't worry because these are just nerds looking at the lunch, the popular kids lunch table, which is what I agree with. I agree. Cardi B and Lizzo are the popular kids. I'm probably more of a nerd than a popular kid in that scenario because I'm more of like the person that's analyzing the popular kids. And I hope that none of the popular kids ever listen to me and cry. Well, well, of them. first of all, I want to say that that's all changed ever since your release of Horse Girl. Now you're the pop star. So, you know, that'll be an interesting one to adjust to. And if people start hating on you, you can make a cry video and it'll be a big breakthrough. So we'll see. I will never make a cry video <laughs> in my life. I know that. I know. Except that anything's possible on the manual. So you never know. But LOL, it's really not within your, it's not in your brand, I would say. Yeah, at all. it's not in my purview. But I do agree as well. I mean, it's part of like, I was saying, it's part of like why I, and building the moon because like when I realized that in order for me to like make it in comedy, I would have to get some, you know, socially awkward gatekeeper who has a day job to approve what's funny and then like change my lines for me to present to the world and then barely pay me. I was like, I am not waiting for some nerd ass gatekeeper to tell me I'm funny when they are not funny a day in their life, unless they're repeating jokes of someone that they actually booked. So like I'm with them on that. But you know, I think it's interesting. So Lizzo, Lizzo is a Leo rising hmm. with her Lilith in Leo. <gasps> oh my God. I missed her in my presentation. We'll add her for next time. So for anybody that missed your presentation, can you tell us like, okay, so the fact that she's a, a Leo rising first house Leo with her Lilith there, what does that mean now that you have done a deep dive on Lilith? Fame is torturing her. She is tortured by fame. She is beguiled by it. She knows it's her destiny to be famous. She knows she's a star. She knows she's a powerhouse, but she can not, she will never have a smooth ride of it because of that Lilith and Leo. Right. It's like actually essential for her chart that she is fat and that she is being bullied because Right, Lilith and Leo means you that like can't people, say it. people are gonna okay. People, no, it's okay. We're we're not fat phobic here. You're fat phobic. I'm pro fat. I'm gonna get fat as I can by the end of this pandemic. I'm only fat phobic for myself. Everyone else, you know, biology says like body dysmorphia. Actually, it's actually not. The, I want to talk. You have Pisces dysmorphia. Oh, what's that? Well, you're a Pisces rising. So everywhere where you have Pisces in your chart is a little bit dysphoric because it's it's a it's the most watery, nebulous, like, like, so when you have like 
crazy dreams or people have a lot of 12th house planets or if there's a Pisces in your life who's not texting you back or is telling you the truth and they're lying, but you're like, but it's their version of the truth. It's because Pisces are sort of like in another land. They don't have a clear view of almost anything except for like their intuition, right? Mm -hmm. So you're a Pisces rising. So part of your life is going to be about always trying to figure out your look. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it. And also, yeah. um, I I have a lot of – I wanted to talk to you about this breakthrough I had recently about work. What are you telling you? But oh, I love. I don't want to tell you right now. I just want to say we'll, – we'll get to it. But Put a pin in it. With Cardi and Lizzo. So with Lizzo, we're saying like people – you know how what it's like, Sarah. When people hear the word fat, they recoil and they think yeah, you're she being – She is fat. And that's part of the issue that like – She's, you know, and I think for Lizzo, it's really confusing because on the one hand, she's this really proud fat. So she's like, I'm out here. I'm hot. I'm fucking look at my bikini pics. And then, you know, right before her cry video, she released a car video where she was like, people are out here trying to make me feel bad because I'm happy. And then an hour later, she was like, y'all are so mean. Right. So I think we're yeah. watching this, this Lilith and Leo with a Lilith rising play out, which is like, yeah, she is proud to be her and she is the life of the party. And she shows up being like, yeah, I'm that thing in the room. And then she's like, but don't be mean because I'm that thing in the room. Right. And so yeah. that's really difficult. That's that Lilith and Leo. Now it's really destiny for her because, uh, Lizzo's, oh, hang on one second. Well, Fuck also, I might've fucked it up. Oh no, I also, didn't. Okay. Okay. Also before we go, um, past the, the like body image stuff, I think we're at such an interesting moment right now where like the reason why I'm like don't say fat is because half of people are like yes fat acceptance and the other half are like we're not supposed to talk about people being fat and like some we don't know who our listeners are on that spectrum and even with the people who are such a big part of the body positivity or fat acceptance movement which are two different things but even people who are fully like hip to that way of thinking like Lizzo are still still have really really complex feelings about it. It still is like even though we've come so far in such a short amount of time, we still have so much more work even to do because there's not even a word for it that we can all agree isn't offensive. Okay, many thoughts. Number one, every I'm sorry that you're missing this manual. I almost feel like your subconscious did it on purpose because we actually have a body love expert, a body <gasps> love therapist, and shaman coming. I don't so want to love my body though i want to whip it into submission right but that's because you're also like capricorns are like she also might like bdsm in the end you know like capricorns love pain so that's like sort of the capricorn thing hmm. but the body love expert is going to come and and do some sort of personal work for each and each and every one of us to accept our bodies and love our bodies and work on the way we're thinking about it number two to your point i think not saying fat is the same as being like i don't see color like, we're yes. not saying fat in a judgmental way. I'm not like, Lizzo's fat. I'm saying Lizzo's fat. And that's part of why she's having issues. There's nobody objective that could be like, she's not that fat. Or like, she's not fat. She's fat. I'm not saying it in a mean way. She's just a heavy, she's a, you know, if we're going to have, if we're going to have to remove the word fat from our vernacular, you know, we're in trouble. I also don't think it's a coincidence that fat is the same as all, is fat with a pH. Right. So it's not every, you know, well, I think fat being that fat is cool. I think here's why the word fat specifically 
can feel very harsh is because everyone has fat on their bodies and where we draw the line at who's fat and who's not is like constantly shifting. It's like who's a slut and who's not. There's no rule of who's fat, who's not fat. And like you can't – it's not an objective thing. And that's why it does feel like it does have a little bit of a sting to it because anyone – because it has been used as an insult for so long and it is something that we all have. Like there is no line. And the other thing is some people think you should say person of size. Oh my God. Okay. But I just I read that person of color is no longer appropriate either. So it's like even that the, the, the vernacular of respect, you know, respectful vernacular is changing. You know, I have a cousin that's a they. Didn't even exist before, you know. It's always changing. And the thing that becomes the most taboo word is the thing that everybody's just said 10 years ago. Like it's just right. always going to be like when we were younger, it was special needs. And now yeah. people <laughs> use special <laughs> That's so funny, Molly, because like the minute you said that, I have like immediate examples from high school of like, she's retarded. Like, right. Because in high school, people would use retarded as an insult. Now people use special as an insult. They're like, what are you special? Which is like, and now. It's like, yeah, my mom told me I was special every fucking day. Don't take that away from me. And now like. And, but you're right. You're right though that there's this line. And there's also, the issue with fat also is that it's a feeling, right? So I could be like, I feel fat, which just means that I feel physically like heavier and uncomfortable, you know, uncomfortably fat or I'm bloated yeah. or whatever. So also, I agree, but now it's, it's like differently abled. So the kids in high school are going to be now probably are saying, what are you differently abled? You know, <laughs> which has no ring to it. We've got to get better writing. I know. The youth and like the word, they'll think of something funny though. It'll be something like you dabled or something like they'll do something cute with it. Yeah. Like you're not even like disabled is also not even it's. Di- yeah. It's you let's know. turn it into dabled. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. So so continue. Sorry, I just interrupted. No, I, I loved it. That that was a wonderful it's it's important to talk about the real issues on space trash. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I think I think objectively Lizzo's fat. Um, and I guess there's probably someone on my three hundred or my, you know, three thousand pound life that would be like Lizzo. I wish I could just look like Lizzo, it'd be thin again. So yeah, everything's objective, certainly. But everything's I think subjective, the, yeah. Subjective. Fuck, cut that out. I don't want anyone to know I'm dumb. But yeah, yeah, everything's subject. You're not dumb. You're a person of less intellect. Oh, that's really sweet, Molly. I'm going to, yeah, 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 yeah. Stupid. You're not a person of less intellect. But yeah, so I think that Lizzo is really, I think her Lilith in the first house in Leo is so essential. Like your presentation, so essential because it's like, get this, ready? The rest of her chart, it's, it's, this is torture for her. She is a, Virgo sun, which means that all she fucking cares about is like the mind body connection. Like Virgos care a lot about perfection. Virgos care a lot about appearing like even, you know, Virgos, even the the heavier Virgos, you know, on whatever spectrum that means to you, they give a big shit about like having great makeup and wearing pearls and like looking put together. Like my dad's my dad's a Virgo and he is like the most vain man. Like he really cares about his look so much. Yeah. Virgos care a lot about appearance. They care a lot about perfection. They care a lot about, and it really is that link. It's like mental health. It's the link between that mind and body connection. Right. So I think for Lizzo, she is famous. She is a star. She is comfortable in her body and she is trying to do it perfectly. And I think that's what hurts. I think it's not that it's, 
that she's fat and she's hurt by it. I think for her, it's that number one, when people are being mean to her about her weight, they're being mean to her, right? It's not like, yeah. they're like, listen, fat, but she looks great. She's not crying over that. She's crying when people are bullying her. And that's yeah. mean no matter what. They're right? genuinely being mean to her. Yeah. They're just being mean, which is upsetting that people would be mean to you, right? But I also think that, you know, because of her moon, she's like doing how to do a fat person perfectly. We got bikini pics. We got sexy videos. We've got, you know, although I don't think it's particularly nice of Cardi to be in the video with her while she's so pregnant. I feel like that's a little bit rude, but okay. 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 I I was like, what? What, Doing her a favor, Cardi? Like, come on. I know. It's, it's kind of like, I'm fat too now. It's like, no, you're pregnant. There's a difference. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, I think Liz, I actually interviewed Lizzo cool. a while ago, like four or five years ago, because her first single that came out, Phone, have you ever heard that? Which one? Sing it, sing it for a oh second. Oh my God, you would love it. It's really funny. It's like almost a joke song. It's like, where the fuck my phone? Where the fuck oh, my phone? Oh my God. How I'm posting it. Right, Lizzo home. gets it. Lizzo fucking gets yeah, it. Yeah. So I heard that song and I like fell in love with her and I, and I sent her to a photographer on staff at the place where I worked and said, we should get this girl and shoot her. And she was like, are you kidding? No. <gasps> so she's the problem. Yeah. So I was like, are you? No, like, are you kidding? She's so fucking talented. And I was like, this girl's going to blow up. And lo and behold, she fucking blew up. But anyway, I interviewed her. This was before Maybe she was- Maybe we should be careful saying blow up just because she's sensitive right now. She oh. didn't blow up. She became very famous. She became very famous. Sensitive podcast. Yes. She became a person of fame. And she- <laughs> <laughs> And she- um. I But I interviewed her before she became famous. And she was- It was at- um some festival in New York, like at the Meadowlands. And she had this giant tool outfit on and she just looked so fucking good. And if Keely is listening to this, Keely was with me and she'll remember, but she just was so cool and so embodied and she barely had time for me. Like she was <laughs> definitely not that like friendly. She's like, get away skinny. Yeah, no, she just was like, who's this random ass person talking to me, like, give me your questions and go. And I was like, fair enough, dude. Like you mm-hmm. are clearly on your way to take over, to take over the world. Like, yeah. and I am literally standing in your way just so that I can get you a few more hits with my interview. Maybe like as in website. Really? You're hit. just trying to get you a few more hits with the interview to be honest, Molly. Let's, right. let's, yeah. Yeah. Right. She like, it's just her publicist being like, how can I make it look like I'm worth paying? Oh, I know. I'll get 1, this. This was for you and the publicist. That's why, that's what they're saying though. That's why you guys are the nerds. Yeah, exactly. Case. Exactly. Yeah. But so yeah, she's, she's awesome. But I feel like my whole point in going through this whole thing was not to show that I have spectacular taste and that I know things are going to pop off before they pop off. She just happens to, but that's not what she's saying. But my point is her first few songs were full of humor and yeah. they were in irreverent and they were funny. And now her newer music is still incredible and of incredibly high quality, but it sounds like a yogurt commercial. That's funny. So that's actually what the haters are saying though, right? Is it? What are they saying? Well, basically they're saying that she, okay. So in the video that she did in the car before the cry video, she was basically like, people are telling me that I'm making music for white people, that my music now has become too white. And when you're talking about yogurt commercial, I can't think of anything more white. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I think it's, it's this, she knew that the body 
posy empowerment stuff was a very good because she care, clearly cares about it sincerely, and it also well, she ha- has to. I mean, she she's fat. Yeah, well, so, and attractive and talented. She's hot. She's hot and fat. Yeah. So like that is her thing that she's really into. And she also probably and her record label noticed that it was a very good thing to get into at this particular moment in time. So she leaned into that with her music where now her music is these like swelling chords and and like talking about loving yourself. And it's just like a little boring. And it's not it doesn't feel like it comes from an authentic place because I don't know. I'm all for like body neutrality i'm i'm like body neutrality i like don't care right like i don't think we're all beautiful i think most of us aren't but do you think it's specifically related to weight or no everything just most people no no not no (laughs) she's mouthing say no wait i said do you think it relates to weight and i and i said say say no no wait why should i say i don't think i think everything i think everyone like a lot of people look like shit and like i think i would it would be much more like you're saying thin people look like shit too yeah exactly (laughs) you're right okay you're everyone's ugly is your stance that's why everyone should get ten thousand dollars for plastic surgery and that's your presidential yes like so few (laughs) people are like really good looking yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. It's it's just why are we all pretending that that's not the case? Well, but then it goes back to what you were saying before, though, because it's like, is that objective or is it subjective? Because it's like if you look at, you know, when we look at those pictures from the Victoria er, Victorian era or even the founding fathers, those guys looked so stupid in their wigs. Right. But at the time, that was like how you knew that you were one of the founding fathers. Right. You looked like, you know, you had a <laughs> you had a Julia Child's hairpiece. I like the idea that it was how you knew you were one of the founding fathers. Like as well, if they were like, using that so term cool. back then, like, oh, my God, I think he's a founding father. Are you part of the tribe? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got his gray wig. He's tribe. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think with Lizzo, too, it would probably be easier for her right now if she wasn't going for this empowerment thing because I don't think the empowerment like a singer who who demonstrates empowerment is Beyonce and she has I don't think she's ever sang a song that was like love love yourself kind of thing like I don't think and she has like that song pretty hurts is garbage yeah pretty right, hurts true, is a very true. weak Beyonce song. Wow, that's so that's so true. I mean, I guess here's the thing, right? I feel like we're conflating issues here because I think what we're talking about when we're talking about rumors, first of all, we haven't heard the whole second album, right? This was the first single from it, which you know some nerd record producer picked and then set her up for nerd critics yeah, to They you know, literally were like, which one sounds like yeah. a yogurt commercial? That's the lead right. single. Right, right. One hundred percent. And um, so that's that's one that's thing number one. And so we have to listen to the whole album to see how it is, right? But I do think in general, there is this sort of like sophomore album or even like, like, you know, like, you know, like, like Matrix 2 sucked. Like, I think that sometimes when there's a hit real fast, like, a, like that first album is a fucking banger, right? Every song is a single. Every song is a smash. The Matrix, that movie is Bible to me. We know this, right? But Matrix 2 I didn't know you were such a big fan of the Matrix. I've never seen it. If you work with me, if you're my client, I make you watch it. We discuss it. You, you, you never seen that, Molly? You need to come to Camp Sarah, and we're gonna have a movie night. Okay, okay. Um, Desi just came to Camp Sarah, and it was a performative theater experience. I do it. I cater it to who you know who's my camper, right? But 
I think that like like sophomore album. Wait, what would you syndrome? do if I came? Okay, first of all, if you came, I would get you crunk and get you just like drawing art on the floor and then putting it on shirts just to see how cool like the Jackson Pollock Molly is. Okay. Ooh. Second of all, we would sit down and we would watch Sing Street, The Matrix, and what what was the show I, I just told you to watch? I forget. We're going to listen back to the podcast. Wow. What a great way to get us to listen to our own stuff. Beautiful. <laughs> but I would, I have a list of movies for you to watch. I also would then just try to make some improvisational comedy songs with you. Mm-hmm. And I would, um, try to just fatten you up and see how beautiful you look in the pictures. You want to something crazy, Molly? So those bathing suit pictures that I posted to me from the other day, mm-hmm. for, in, in most of the pictures, my stomach is hanging off of the top of my, of my shapewear bikini. Okay. I, I am not fat. I am not thin. I am person in a meat sack. And at the moment, I'm about 40 pounds heavier than when the pandemic started, right? So I look in the pictures of myself and I go, whoa, your arms, they're the size of, you know, a, a tree trunk or whatever. But that's my own interpretation. I got to tell you, I got more likes on the yeah. bathing suit pictures of me. And they are unfiltered. I don't have a single filter on you them. Look- no face to no filter. But that's my body now. And they get more likes than when I was like thin bathing suit pictures. And- all the men I love keep telling me how much hotter I look now. You look hot in those pics, first of all. Second of all, you're just really lucky because you have a great, like, curvy shape. You don't have SpongeBob syndrome that I have. Yeah, I mean, if I were you, I would try to stay as thin as possible and kill myself for it. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> what would you have? I'm just kidding. What would you have What's Lizzo this? do at Camp Sarah? Um, what would I have Lizzo do at Camp Sarah? I would need to talk to her more about what was like really going on. But I think with Lizzo, believe it or not, what I would be saying to her right now is like, what would it look like to do less? Mm. Mm-hmm. I think part of what we're seeing with rumors and just how up and down her emotionality is, is that she is doing a lot of reacting. She is doing a lot of, um, you know, she works really hard. That was one of the things she was saying in her video. She's like, I work night and day. I'm still writing. I'm writing through this. So number one, I think when she's sad, I think part of if rumors is written by her, which I actually don't know, but it's like, if you get somebody who is, it's sort of like Khloe Kardashian syndrome, right? Like if you get somebody who's not famous and they're funny and they're just like doing their thing. Oh, sorry. My client is in 10 minutes. Um, but if you get someone who's, oh, fuck, hold on. if you get someone who's really funny and that's just doing their thing, then what we expect from them after that is exactly that, right? But then the public gets a hold of them. So, of course, if Lizzo's writing through the storm, it's all about don't at me, like stop bullying me. I love myself, right? Right. Same with Kardashian. Of course, she has a tiny nose now. And that's all externally motivated. And I mm-hmm. think that that doesn't make for good art. I think when, you're, I agree. when your art is a clapback, it's a, it's another form of art by algorithm. It's could not agree more. It, Unless I do think Drake Drake does it well, but otherwise, no. That's because he's a Scorpio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to clap back, if you're going to make clap back art, I want to say, yeah, that's reserved for the Scorpios. Yeah, for sure. 100%. But get this, though, about Lizzo real quick. Lizzo's midheaven, meaning her public legacy, like her career is in Taurus. And Lizzo's son is conjunct her midheaven. So she's a Taurus son, conjunct her Taurus Jupiter, conjunct her Taurus Mercury. Okay, so she's a stack full of big Jupiter, big Taurus energy in the 10th house public persona and career, and it is her legacy. So I don't necessarily think that Lizzo is here to have everything be perfect like a traditional 
Virgo moon would want. I think this is part of where we're seeing the sort of torture of the Lilith, the, the Leo rising Leo Lilith moon in Gemini going, yeah, I am that. I'm doing it my way. But she still has that ancient Lillian wound from being rejected originally from the Garden of Eden. Yeah, I think that she is not a workhorse. I think that it, as a Virgo moon, like emotionally, she's clearly working very hard to work through everything. But imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. But I think that she's like writing too much. Yeah. I think it's like wait until you're not sad anymore to write uh, pop bangers. But I, and, and to what we were saying before, where there's like appropriation involved, or like is this just all like boring white music? I think that that is what comes out of aside from just nerds telling you what to do with your art. I think it's also just a result of like when you force creativity, right? Like that first album had no timeline and that first song wasn't for anybody but Mm -hmm. herself, right? But the minute that we put that pressure, I mean, I know film school, I'm writing films all day, every day for fun. I got to film school and I had a thesis due and I, I literally had a nervous breakdown. I couldn't get my script done. Yeah. It, it is like that first album of hers. Yes, it has bangers, but the, the yogurt commercial line that runs through it is art by algorithm. That was a, a record exec saying, Oh, this is what's going to perform well because everyone's into empowerment now. And it didn't come. I don't think it came from a genuine place. So the thing that I, the breakthrough that I sort of made this week about work uh. is that I, so I feel really guilty because I'm going on vacation and I'm like I knew you were feeling that way I was I was feeling that for you right like I wouldn't let you work I would just force you to play at Camp Sarah yeah like I cannot stomach go, I don't think I deserve it I don't think I it should be doing it I think there's millions of people in the world who deserve to go on vacation more than me and it's not I mean, that's fair. literally why part of I was like if you want to do the manual from 3 a.m I actually could see you doing that and I was like if you want to make something beforehand because the thought of you like actually opting out of an opportunity to like perform present work whatever is and I want to reframe this for you mentally right now but keep going so okay so what I decided to tell myself is like, because this all comes from the fear of being called lazy. And I can't. Mm, even can't. worse than fat, lazy. Yeah. And Rizzo I, might be both. Just kidding. No, she's not. Well, she's, she's not lazy at all, actually. she's That's what we're saying. She's writing too much. She's, she's working take a break. too hard. She All that yeah. Taurus in her chart, she needs to be partying. She right, needs- that's what I was saying. Do less. You don't need to make an album. You need to actually, like, sit in the hot tub and be with people who, you know, you're going to just, like, ha- have fun with. Yeah. So I decided to think, okay. What if I'm lazy? 
what if I am lazy? What if my worst fear was to come true and I were to actually be a lazy person? Okay, so then what? If I've been lazy this whole time, how do I have food? How do I have a roof over my head? Clearly, if this is my lazy, it's fine. Yup. First of all, I love the reframe of lazy. It's almost like lazy is the new uh, work, right? Like you're really just taking it and making it your own. The way we took back cunt, take back lazy. Yeah, okay. it's like it's like saying fat is not a real thing because it's a word that just everyone – it applies to everyone in different ways. Like lazy – there is there is no one on this planet. Like there's probably less than 1% of the population who legitimately wants to do nothing all day. Well, okay. So you're reading my mind right now because the two things I was going to say to you from a coaching perspective would be number one uh, – you know, we would I, we would do a clearing exercise, which we can if you do a session with me, or we can post it maybe on like when we do Moon University, we'll do it first thing. But it's like when you have these judgments about yourself, you need to ask yourself: Is this true or is an interpretation? And even fat, fat and lazy both come up all the time. When we go, okay, but is it true? And true means that it's like measurable. So like, yeah, this water bottle has this much water in it, and even that is only for now because I'm going to drink it, right? So like there's no national board of laziness that's when like, okay, officially bitch is lazy or mm-hmm. being like, oh, okay, officially not lazy, right? We all have our own spectrum of what we think is and is not appropriate, right? Same with fat. You you could be even Lizzo. I'm telling you, there's somebody on my 3000 ton life on on whatever that, you know, TLC that is going, if only I could look like Lizzo, right? So like there's there no is British no- people. <laughs> person on my 3,000 pound life. She's the fattest person in the UK. <laughs> but but regardless, yeah, I just, once I started the British accent, I now I'm like trying yeah, yeah, to just yeah. get it right. I'm learning. Right, right. So um, lifestyles with rich in Uranus. Okay. So anyway, I do think that all of that is very subjective. What I was going to say to you too is instead of thinking about it as being lazy, part of what I work with people on is realizing that, and this is for myself too, that like rest and rejuvenation and not working is a part of the work. Mm-hmm. Like actually, if if you keep just forcing yourself to work and work and work and work, not only does the quality get diminished, but it leaves no room for like inspiration. And it actually changes. It's like it becomes mundane. It becomes like forced. It's not fun anymore, right? So part of you going away for a week, if you actually don't have any quote unquote work, which means that you don't have like deadlines, you're not going to podcast or whatever, to me, it's like what you're doing there is working, which is like you're refilling your cup. You're going to be so inspired. I would be shocked if you didn't come back with a notebook full of ideas because it's fun. Because when mm. you're an artist, it's fun to work. And when you are doing it from that genuine place, not because there's a deadline or an, you know, an Us Weekly audience or our big space trash following. We love you guys. Shout out to you listening now. You know, Molly's not doing it for you. She's doing this podcast from love and we hope that you enjoy it with us. That's probably completely not true from her point of view. But the point is that like, this is fun for us, right? The reason we're going to have to record again is because we love to sit here and talk. Yeah. Like I am doing it out of self-flagellation and masochism. Yeah. I would try to do it from a place of like, no, my work is to really just be still and have fun and not put any pressure on anything so that you can find out what is going to spring from the well of within you when you're not actually thinking. It's actually like a soul. It's like when you find, you can find out what your soul is called to do. You can get inspired and you can rest so that your brain is really ready to come. You might even find that you miss work. 
I will the whole time. Here's the other thing I had I decided to tell myself because the reason why I get this anxiety and stress around everything that I do creatively is because I have attached it to money and commerce and algorithm. Yeah. So in yeah. my mind, here's my new script I'm telling myself. Mm. I am a 19th century aristocrat. Okay. That, not where I thought you were going. Keep going. That's interesting. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I was going to give you – I'll give you what mine would be afterwards. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So I am a 19th century aristocrat with family money and okay. anything I do is just for fun. Okay. I love that. So I love that. I'm just going to say gonna, that to myself. I was going to give you one that was a little bit maybe more modern. Which was, I'm so lucky. The truth is, I love my work. I love to work and I love working. Oh my God. I, uh, <laughs> which chart? I love a meltdown. Okay, meltdown. let's finish up the, I'm having such a meltdown. Okay, everyone who's listening, I need you to go follow at Laughs with Lulu on Instagram. Oh, it's him. It's Lucian. It's Lucian's show. Yes, wow. it's Lucian's show. I forgot that I was doing his show and I'm such an idiot. Uh, he had, because I've been running errands all day to get ready to go to Mykonos. Like, tell me a white girl problem that's whiter <laughs> than that. And like, it's not a valid excuse whatsoever. The other issue, I said like, okay, so this podcast is being divided in to uh two parts omnia gallia divisa essence well, okay. don't even ask me what okay. that is it means all of france is divided into three parts in latin and i don't know where no, it, it honestly came from comes out, out it's it, the start of some kind of novel everything comes back to les mis on this podcast you need to know yeah 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 so okay um <laughs> The, the second part of why I'm, we're, we're dividing this podcast into two parts. I'm having a mental breakdown Molly right now. just this literally is the start missed, of the second part of the she podcast. She just missed a show. She was headlining a show. I missed the show. <laughs> and and I missed it. So that's why I'm saying everyone go follow Lucian at Laughs with Lulu. And she didn't Lucian, show up at the what show. He did she when didn't he, show up at the show that she was headlining yeah. for our friend Lucian. So now I'm like, okay, so Lucian – he got me back by sending me a video of the entire crowd. He goes, what do we have to say to Molly? And he put the mic at the crowd and it was a big crowd. And the crowd said, fuck okay, you. Okay. Interesting. In unison. Interesting. That's and I'm like, I deserve it. Thank you. That actually feels really good. I was going to say, you're feel, sort of, I feel well, like you're sort of a glutton for punishment in a way, like on some level you were like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. Like, like, cause it's how you were raised. You yeah. were raised with that Catholic shame and guilt, a whole gr almost like, so you know, I used to tell you like, when I was just starting comedy, I used to masturbate and like come to thinking of people clapping for me. I sort of think you're what? Oh, I, thought I, did. I thought I did, but I sort of feel like your version of this is like coming to people being like, fuck you, Molly, you're inferior. <laughs> I know, but I know that's why I'm like, okay, am I subconsciously doing this shit on purpose? Yeah. Like, yes. did I subconsciously bail on yes. three big commitments this yes. week on purpose? Yes. So how do I stop? How do don't I don't stop. stop? Just go, ah, Molly. Okay. And then what you do in the future, you don't stop. You forgive yourself. And in the future, you actually make sure that when you're saying yes to anything and everything, it is a fuck yes. Because you and I, we're on day two of podcasting now. This is a no-brainer fuck yes, right? 
So you just have to make sure that when you say yes, moving forward, it's well, a fuck yeah, yes. I can, I can do it in my Well, so house. then there we go. Then we're not going to tour and we're not going to – I said – my manager called me the other day. He's like, don't you want to get back into stand-up? I said, yeah, when I can fill a theater and we're going to do it through Space Trash. Yeah, and we'll do like a Las Vegas residency. That's, That's what like I want. That's like future, future, but like – or we could tour. It's fun to be on the road. I'm really fun to travel with. I promise yeah. Desi I'm going to get her to come with that me. That would be really Like, we're going to do, we're going to do comedy as like, like real comedy. We're not, we, no, but you're done doing like unpaid shows or low paid shows or people that are not there just to see you. I think that's really kind of what this is about. Like, no, you don't need to do comedy in the traditional sense of like, just go get your reps in, bro. You don't need to get your reps in. We're talking all day, every day, whether it's here on the Moon Mule or on Royally Us or whatever. You don't need a random crowd that's not really I paying know, you. But I love well, it. of course. I, I mean, I trust me. Molly, uh, Emmy and I were talking last night and we're joking because I'm like, okay, I got to go. I'm about to go live with you. And she's like, God bless you for going live. And I'm like, I guess I can just say for the first time since the pandemic started, I do miss stand up. But, but, I do not miss doing it in the way of like the hustle, but I do, I am yeah. born to talk at night to, to the people. I'm born to just run my mouth at night to yeah. the people, but we're going to, that's what this podcast is, right? Like we're going to set ourselves up so that people are actually like, look, my friend, Corinne, Chloe LeBranch, also a manual, uh, what is it? Alumnus. Alumnus. Accolade. She's going on tour. She's going to Zanies with Corinne next week. Like, Corinne, oh, Corinne cool. can do that though because she built a podcast that has a following. So if you guys really want to yeah. stand us for real, for real, invite your friends, leave reviews because once we get to a point where we know that we can book shows and that you're going to come, we will be back doing stand up, Molly. We are stand up comics. We do need to perform. Yeah, yeah, that's real. I know. I like. I also will would have fewer mental breakdowns if I was performing. Oh, I feel that way too. I, I I had to apologize to, yeah. to to my lovers and just say, look, for the record, I'm not getting any kind of aside from. I mean, when Desi was here, it was fun because I got to do kind of like performative comedy online. You know, you were there for that. Yeah. But in general, I am a little bit annoying. You know, it's like if you guys are thinking about starting comedy, ask yourselves. Even if you're crushing at parties and you're the center of the convo circle, if low key you can't turn it off you might need to get on stage and then you'll be way more bearable at a party and in social circles, yeah. right? So Molly and I are both are like, Molly and I both are like real deal performers who like need to get it out. And when we don't get it out, I mean, you guys get it here on the pod, but otherwise like there's a we might up. be like, we, like Molly did a split at a party a few weeks ago just for the claps. And then she like tore her butt muscle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It still hurts. It was three months ago. Like the vaccine, my first round of vaccine was going to last longer than before my butt. No, your butt muscle got torn to shreds because Molly was just like, I'll perform here at this party. And then she did a motherfucking split in jeans at just like a regular hang. So yes, we do need to get on stage, but that's how we need you to share this with friends and review so that we can build enough of a following that you'll come to see our shows. We are actually also good stand-up comics, I promise. Yeah, we are. I feel bad for Nick because I'm going to make him take videos of me in Mykonos. Like our two big goals in in Greece for the next two weeks are going to be content and not getting I pregnant. Know. Like that well, is Well, first of all, your titty it's going to be really Your titties hard. are too big right now to not be on birth control. So I think you're okay on that level, but I will say Okay, but what what? what? I was looking up because I was like, okay, 
I feel like Nick has it in his head. He wants it to be like one shot, one pill when we get married, <laughs> like get pregnant immediately. You have a year. Just you have for, a like, whole year. Yeah, but so since I'm on birth control now, it's like, okay, if I go off birth control, is it going to take three months for me to be fertile again? Now, I've been having periods like clockwork since I was 11, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I'm I have my period fine. right now. But I don't get it anymore on this pill, which is fucking wow. incredible. But so I Googled it and because I would get the worst periods, it would ruin an entire week. So I Googled it and a bunch of people were like, I got pregnant immediately when I went off Sarah's that I never even got a period again. I just immediately got pregnant. And then other ones were like, I got pregnant on Sarah's Okay, listen, and then I, I like, don't Fuck. mean to hammer this point in. I will buy it for you if you're not going to do it yourself. You got to do a session with Jessica McEwen, the spirit baby oh, lady. Yeah. She will just tell you. Okay, I'm going to get a session I with I beg her. you. Please, everybody, please buy $188 worth of merch so that Molly can justify this cost because honestly, I, I literally, I will, I will spend my last $200 getting this for you because it will bring you so much peace yeah. of mind. I'm not even kidding. I'm going to send it as a, as a, as a. I'm going to do it. Gotta I'm going to do it. Do it. She'll yeah, tell you. I'm She'll tell like, you. I, I don't want to get pregnant before my no, wedding. No, you don't be fat I in those pictures, please. Yeah, I, I can't be in. The Catholic Church with a visible. Okay, so my belly. next question was going to be: I, Should I get ordained so that I can be the minister? But I guess you are going to do it Catholic style, so I won't do it for this. Yeah, okay. we're doing it Catholic. But in the style, future, yeah, I will. Can. I will be there to. I'm going to get ordained, and I will be able to do your weddings. You should. I, it's kind of my. You know, you my should. start with all this was bar mitzvahs. Oh, I became the. I became the bar mitzvah host of Montclair, New Jersey. I, and I feel that. that the next iteration, people have asked me before, like, do you do weddings? And I've been like, well, I could, I could crush a wedding, but I yeah, do feel should. that I need to be ordained. So it's more like a fish, but so I'm going to get ordained and I might go back to school just like for theology, not because I want to be a rabbi, but just so I can have that cred. Cause you are I a know. rabbi, but it's not cool to be a rabbi, but I do want to be. No, it's actually really cool. Right. So I'm going to go back to school to get my. Uh, my degree in in theology, and I'm going to go get ordained as a minister. And I guess it was going to be for your wedding, but I guess you are so catho that it's really not a match. But I, I'll, but I'll be there in spirit. Yeah, well, you'll be there in. I mean, I'll be there IRL, life, but also but in spirit. Not- and like, I guess I'm saying, like, I'm going to haunt the person that's doing the officiating. Like, I'm going to be over his shoulder and the five D and being like, "You better say it funny." He's not going to say that. We'll see. We'll see what my little spirit ghost does on his shoulder. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, that's the thing. Everyone send me not, everyone send me infertile vibes. Infertility for Molly until one year from today when she can get knocked up. Exactly. Exactly. And then I am going to be, and I'm going to have to like bring the child in a sling on our space trash world tour. Dude. Desi will come. She'll bring the baby. We will have Julia, my friend, Julia Solomon. If you're listening, Anthony's girlfriend. She will not only do open for us, she'll host, and then she'll do childcare in the back. That's what she does. She's getting a degree in childcare. We got it, dude. The Munuel is the whole team. We don't need anything. The Munuel is divine feminine. That's what's. But it's cool like, here's the thing, it. though. It's not divine feminine in the way of like Venus. It's more like Lilith feminine. It's, 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 it's yes. Lilith divine feminine, and we're getting ours. Exactly. Speaking of babies, Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost had a baby. How crazy. Did you know that she has another baby? Yeah, I did I didn't know that. Know that. Because, 
she married a French journalist, which I thought was really I mean, she's so chic. And yeah, and then they that was around the same time that Natalie Portman married the the dancer Benjamin Mipier mm-hmm. and they were both married to Frenchies and they both had sort of parallel career trajectories. Well, it's a certain type Natalie of Jew. Let me be clear. It's a certain type of, of Israeli. I feel that like when it comes to Israelis in general, we have a real militant energy, but like ScarJo, uh, uh, what was the other one you just mentioned? What's your fucking name? Natalie, Natalie ScarJo. They're sort of doing Israeli Judaism in a softer way. And I really like it. I think it's a, I think it does a lot for the brand. What do you, what do you Well, mean? okay, for example, when Gal Gadot came out as super pro-Israel while we were bombing Palestine, we were all- Oh yeah, and she like literally was in the right, army. Right, like we actually, we actually made a hard stand for the, for the, the Taylor Swift account that was like, I would not go into the IDF, right? ScarJo. Yeah. Uh, ScarJo and Natalie are two examples of the Jewish- small nose paradigm that we really need in Hollywood. Okay. (laughs) They are these dainty, beautiful, soft-spoken bitches who are fucking rad. They're awesome, but they're not as obnoxious as the host of the Space Trash podcast, me, right? Well, because they're not, they're, they're actresses. They're like, ciphers right not right and you're getting like all real rah-rah like this is like obnoxious rah-rah but it's like i'm being myself right but like okay so what we were gonna talk about so scar joe was actually on our list for yesterday and we were gonna talk about how she is suing disney then she had the baby and now we're talking about the baby but i think all of this well what were you about to say you look like you're about to say something okay the baby's name is Cosmo. Now that I have a problem with. We need a middle name because if it's Cosmo, Cosmo Jost, I, I feel like we're missing a syllable or we're missing like a Cosmo blah, 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 Jost, you know? Yeah. Also, like if you're going to name the baby after a Seinfeld character, it should be. Elaine. You think it was named after Cosmo Kramer? What other Cosmo okay, is Okay, I was there? thinking just like the Cosmos, the Munuel, the space. I was not thinking cr- – I do but, not think they named their baby after Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> I think they did because Colin Jost is a comedian. ScarJo is a like either lifelong or extremely long-time New Yorker. Uh-huh. It has to be Cosmo. Wow. What other Cosmo? You know, I am so just – I am so – tunnel vision towards the cosmos in general that i assumed it was more of a of a space thing but you're saying no it's kramer well this is a situation where yeah cosmos would have been a cooler name and that reminds me of when stormy was born because stormy her name is stormy webster which sounds like a powerpuff girls villain and they could have gone storm jenner how cool would that have been? Storm Jenner would have been a cooler name than Stormy Webster, right? And Cosmos Johansson would be a cooler name than Cosmo Jost. Genius. Anyway, so Cosmo, Cosmo Jost. Uh, did we know that ScarJo was pregnant? Okay, so I looked back. I didn't personally know. But when I looked back, there was there was information. Like, I guess Colin did announce it. They did announce it, but she sort of stayed out of the limelight. She wasn't super prego about it visibly, but it was, it was, they did let us know that she was prego. 
And no one cared. Do you think her star is waning? Do you think she's letting it wane on purpose because she doesn't need to be in the tabloids anymore? There's such a really interesting dichotomy between like the actual movie stars. None of them are on social media. ScarJo, Natalie Portman has it, but she never uses it. Jennifer Lawrence, like I love that they're all above it because it just shows that you don't actually need it to Uh be, you know? So I kind of love that. What can you tell me about their relationship um, from an astrological standpoint in three minutes? And then we have to stop recording because I have to edit this before it. Okay. So let me just, let me just throw this out there first. Before we get into their relationship, let's just look at ScarJo in and of herself. Do you want to know who ScarJo's chart low key reminds me of? Casey. Biden. What? Because isn't she, is she a Sagittarius? Okay, so she is a zero degree Sagittarius. Wow. But How her did moon I okay, is Scorpio. Wait. And then she has this whole 12th house chock full of Scorpio planets. She is sort of like haunted with demons from the other dimensions. So she comes across as like expertise, jovial, sag, authority, fire, right? But in her deep psyche, she has a lot of Scorpio and her she's always at zero degrees is in her 12th house. She's always had a darkness to her. She has a darkness to her. And actually, she can't even put her finger on it. Like, it's yeah. not necessarily like she's like hiding a heroin addiction from us. It's more just like on a psychic level, she is just sort of, she's sort of playing out certain karmic uh you know, past life storylines. She is here to perform. She is here to present her, present her Mars is in Aquarius. Her ascendant is at one degree Sag and then her Mercury is in Sag. So she really is here to perform her, her mid heaven. Her legacy is in Virgo. So she's going to like perfect the craft. She's going to become the character and okay. do it perfectly. But when it comes to her son and her moon, that is a little bit unconscious to her. So her image and her emotions, they're sort of being directed from a place that isn't necessarily in the seen realm. Yeah. So one thing I always think of when I think of ScarJo is during her Lost in Translation era, when she was like the young, hot ingenue, yes. um, she did this story where she was like, I have 27 body piercings. Wow. And I was like, Okay, why? It's a lot. Like, she just was, like, so proud that she had all these piercings. And I was like, what a strange thing to be like, yeah, I have all these piercings, and I have to take them out before I film. And it's just like, (laughs) what? what?" And now I think that was her Scorpio energy just being like, oh, yeah, we have to do something that – seems badass for no apparent reason well and it's coming from sort of a like compulsive like can't put your finger on it place now when i look at colin's chart he is a cancer sun conjunct his north node he's a libra moon saturn mars conjunction so i think why they connect on like this deeper level is because you know her whole eighth house is cancer and you know i think she is looking for that on earth home and his life's work is to become that cancer mommy, right? So he's coming from Capricorn. He's the cancer mommy daddy, but he's really here to be a stay at home dad and, and maybe do weekend updates, you know, on the weekends. 
But like, I, I think that they're a match because I think he really grounds her on planet Earth in a way that she's otherwise really truly not. Honestly, I just don't think they're a match. Really? Yeah, I just don't get it. I feel like I feel like she is such an alpha. And this is kind of her being like... Yeah, but he's such a beta. He's a Cancer, Sun, Libra, Moon. So even though that is like cardinal energy, it's leadership energy, it's very... Cancer is the mommy. Libra is the balancer, the beauty, the diplomat. Make it nice. I think he can handle her madness. I know, but I think because she's a rich celebrity who can do whatever the fuck she wants, she's going to get bored of that at some point. That's possible. That's possible. I mean... That being said, her no, it's, node it's get Olivia, this Wait, what, what, it's what? Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis 2.0. Like, okay, that I can get behind. I sort of know what you mean there. It's going to run its course, which is but fine. Here's the thing, right? Her south node is in Scorpio with her moon. Her north node is in Taurus. So actually her dharma, the purpose of this life for her is actually to come to a place of like safety and like earthly values and so yes i do think it's a possibility that but but, but there's not much aquarius in either of their charts like part of why harry and and olivia were so interesting was because of all that gemini aquarius like poly kind of fuck around energy i think when it comes to colin when i look at his chart he is a very um, I mean, no, his Venus is in Gemini. His Mercury is in Gemini, obviously. Venus in Gemini, he may need multiple partners or whatever, but I think she could be down for that. I think they could, similar to what we predicted about Harry and Olivia, I think they could have some fun. Once the baby's in preschool, they could have some fuck around with whoever times together. But I think what they're both here trying to do is like feel safe on planet Earth Colin's north node is in Cancer. So he's like, I'm the mommy now. Scarlett's north node is in Taurus opposite her moon. So she's like, okay, okay. Maybe I don't have to be such an undercover, vengeful, occult bitch. I could actually just commit to this life with this person. And this person, as a result, is going to bring them to orgies. Okay, so from a pop culture perspective, I think what we're seeing is... Scarlett is at the top of her game. She has multiple action franchises to her name at this Indeed. point. She, you know, her whole lawsuit against Disney, which is fully justified, by the way, and the people who are saying it's not are just sexist. She, a man would do that. In what do you think about the lawsuit? Wait, let's pause there. What do you think about the lawsuit? It's a, it's, she needs to do it because the thing is in Hollywood, if you're a movie star, you're only as bankable as your last box office bottom line. And right. Because of the way that they rolled that movie out, it fucked up with her box office numbers. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's not that she personally is sad about that. It's that this could. That's, that's not her. what they promised her. Right. Exactly. And it's going to. It was not with the agreement. The agreement was not actually upheld. And the fact that the box office numbers were that low for her first outing as a solo action star is going yeah. to have insane, irreparable effects on her career. Well, let me ask you something. She's Jewish. Small nosed Jew. Thank you. Disney, I would say, overwhelmingly anti-Semitic historically. Oh, historically. Do you think this is for the Jews long term? Yeah, for sure. Because this is a play. When I when you send me this story as what we're going to talk about, I was like, oh, she's standing up for all the Jews. Yeah, and she's standing up for you know corporations not being completely 
un, unbound by morals and laws. Yeah. She's yeah, saying she's going, hey, we agreed to something. I was cool with it. Now you are taking it and running with it in a way that actually fucks me. And the backlash is so annoying because it's like, since when is Disney the little guy? Disney right. is a conglomerate com- like Beyond. corporation. Beyond like, conglomerate. You right, should never right. feel sympathy for Disney. And Disney released this statement that was like, oh, she is not, you know, for a woman who makes this much money, they didn't say woman, obviously, but that's the undertone. Person, but we know they mean woman. Yeah, for a woman who makes this much money to be complaining during a pandemic is truly shocking. And it's like, you opened your parks at the height of everyone, like, keeling over and dying in hospital beds from the pandemic. You don't give a fuck about the pandemic, Disney. Like, shut up. So I mean, they're probably happy. They're like, give all the Jews COVID. Right. And here's, (laughs) I don't know. I think she should sue whoever she wants to sue because if it was Sean Penn or Johnny Depp doing this, everyone would be like, yeah, like fight for your rights or Matt Damon. Did you see Johnny won his lawsuit against hurt her? Yeah. I love that. No, she's the only, like, I'm so not a victim blamer. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Johnny was the victim here. I don't. I think they were both in a really toxic, abusive situation. Sure, sure. They might have been a match, but I think she knew what the fuck she was doing. Maybe, but it also doesn't absolve him. I think there's so many more mutually abusive relationships than we ever talk about or acknowledge. And I think they're both really fucked up. And I don't think he's innocent at all because there's records of him in, in the 90s being, you know, low-key abusive to the women that he dated he's one of those guys that oh. thinks it's like his tortured artist vibe is to like yeah. trash hotel rooms and throw things at Winona Ryder you <laughs> he's know? a Capricorn moon just like me and he's a Gemini sun and so I have a little sympathy for him I guess his ascendant is at zero degrees Leo so I, I sort of have a lot in common with this man so maybe that's why I'm a sort of Johnny Depp stan oh he's yeah abusive, I like his- I'm abusive but yeah he probably has not, been, no. he's probably been abusive He's not abusive like you're abusive. I mean, you you will say shitty things in the heat of the moment. I definitely text abuse. I definitely want to say I do text abuse, and I'm sorry for that. Right, and the difference between abusive and... I'm never physically abusive. Yeah, and you're also not... Logically abusive for sure, though. Yeah, but Sarah, you're not emotionally abusive because I dated someone who was emotionally No, I'm not abusive. really. Yeah, I'm not emotionally. I'm actually very sensitive to emotions. Yeah, the difference between emotionally abusive and just mean when you're fighting is that when someone's emotionally abusive, they are meticulously they're playing 3D chess. They're like Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'll yeah, just fucking like, let all my jokes that I would never actually say out on you via text staccato textile and it's not yeah. That's something different. That's like just that's like, it's more just like talent. It's more good writing. I wouldn't the say. wrong audience. So the wrong audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's Aries Formative energy. Text abuse. What's the Aries in your chart? Because it is Aries energy. My North Node is in Aries. So this is your journey is to become yeah. more and more mean over. Well, time. no, not more and more abusive, but I am meant to sort of like solo dolo lead the people into the into the age of Aquarius. Okay, we have to wrap up now as much as it pains me. <laughs> I just but- feel that ScarJo has a little more Biden in her than we know, but I do think that Jost grounds her in a way that makes her feel like, oh, okay, Earth, I could do Earth. Oh, okay, I didn't finish saying my celebrity prediction. So, the, and I'm just going to say it quick. 
she's at the top of her game right now. So she's like, okay, let me date this mommy guy. We have fun together. I'm sure they have a mommy lot of fun. She's like, I'm sure we have a, I'm sure they have a lot of fun at all these parties in New York and everything. They're definitely in a fun crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's doing this and they'll probably have a couple kids together. And then she's going to want a dynamo at some point. She's going to want a Titan again, you know? So this is sort of almost like a Kim and Kanye situation where like for the, Seven years that were together, they like that is who she wanted as her baby daddy. That is who he wanted as his baby mommy. But at the end of the day, he doesn't want to go jogging with her or spend any time with her. She really just wants someone to watch the shows with. I don't think it's a Kim and Kanye thing because I do think that Kim and Kanye were fated to be together. I think they were. thousand percent. Yeah. And I don't think ScarJo and Colin are fated to be together. I think it's a little bit of a convenience. Yeah, why not? This softens ScarJo's image because she can have does, a little yeah. bit of an untouchable image. I get that. Yeah, yeah, I see that. And um, yeah, so, but I, I do think at some point she's going to, when her kids, maybe when her kids are out of school, she's going to be like, wait a minute, why am I not having like a Richard Burton, Elizabeth Taylor moment? Right. But, you know? but the thing was, she, she never, had. Like, she she never hadn't had. really had that at all. She, who did she date? Ryan Reynolds or something? She dated someone, but I don't think she's found she was her. married to him. She, oh, right. She married him, but they didn't have, they didn't have kids. I think that she hasn't quite found her, her burden. Her match. She hasn't found her match. And I, I think she's going to later on in life. And that is my prediction. Housekeeping note. I am not going to be here for two weeks. And I'm thinking that I'm going to hand over the reins. Give it to mommy. Give it to mommy. M-O-M-M-Y. Yeah. So. There's going to be some other co-hosts. I am not. No, Emmy. Emmy's going to. I asked Emmy. She's going to co-host. She, it's going to be great. Yeah. So now I have to teach you how to do all the technical side, which is really um, scary. And, but I'm just letting it go. And it's also going against everything that my brain is telling me. That's this so week. good though, Molly. Like you are growing as a person on this podcast before our ears. Yeah, but like, why is it good if the one thing that I'm good at getting done on time each week doesn't come out? Well, first of all, because you need to practice having trust, okay? Like, I I am a Capricorn moon Mars in the end. There is never a moon you will miss. When it comes down to the business side, I get it done, believe it or not. Yeah, I know that when I was a boss of people... I was a psycho and a micromanager. I know that I was. Yeah, like, I, I think this is sort of a practice I... for you and surrender and just going and exploring your inner artist and like going. I, 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 I said this before. I'll say it again. I would be shocked if while you were on one of the thousands of islands in Greece, multiple, that you would not be so inspired. Whether it's to take like fabulous merch shots or. Oh, yeah. Ideas or writing. You cannot turn it off because Capricorns love to work. I know. And that's the problem is I'm going to get an idea and I'm going to start working on it and then I'm going to But that's not a problem. Stop that. Stop that. It's not a problem. Let it be like divine. You're just going to be divinely inspired and similar to how I missed the whole last manual. And at the end of the day, I was so proud because I was like, wow, actually, I like, I like, I trained this group of people to be able to do it without me. I think you're going to find the same. We're actually one, we're going to have a whole leadership coaching empire as well as Moon Okay, Earth. good. I haven't done this in four years. The last time Yo, I go fucking actually, have fun, bitch. The last time I actually like tuned out and didn't do any work was 
four years ago. All I can say is I hope that while you're laying on the beach relaxing, you tune into the Space Trash Podcast for the next two weeks. Emmy and I are going to hold it down. You're going to fucking love it. You're not going to be intimidated. We will not excommunicate you. You will be the host when we get back. But I think you're going to find in the same way that I at the end of the manual was sneaking on with Finsta. Desi's so funny. She's like, I was trying to get Spencer Berg 69's info. And I'm like, hee, 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 it was me. Like, <laughs> like so you're going to find that, like, your minions are doing exactly as you taught them. And you're going to be like, wow, I actually am a great leader and I can relax sometimes. Thank Deeply you, Sarah. Deeply knowing. I hope that that's true. Wonderful. And I'm going to know it's true. Recording now. True. Follow oh, us. Bye, everybody. At Molly Molshine, at Sarah Armour, and buy our merch. Bye. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.